All right, welcome back to the Conehead Sports Podcast on a pretty beautiful Friday uh, here. I mean, I don't know why I keep saying, I mean, he's been on for a while now. Colin, great to have you on. Glad to be on. Glad to be on. It's a, it's a pretty good day. I mean, we got sports left and right. We got a, I mean, it just feels, it just feels like sports are, are back. And I mean, they've been back for a few weeks now, but it feels like it's totally back with the playoffs. I mean, hockey, uh, SEC football starts tomorrow and we'll give our picks for that. I mean, it's a good day. Yeah. It feels good to get a little sense of normalcy back. Oh yeah. So we'll, we have a lot to go over. I mean, Kentucky plays Auburn tomorrow at noon, which is, I mean, it's a terrible time slot, but I'll, I'll get what I can get. Um, and then I mean, if we want to, we'll go over our, uh, we'll go over the top games for the NFL and we'll give our picks for those. But, uh, I want to start with a story. I don't know why I've never told anybody this, but like one night I was like, I have to, I have to say this because not a lot of people know about this. So in 2012, it was like a Saturday for fun. My parents like to take us like downtown. Did your parents ever do that call and like take you like downtown Lexington? You just kind of looked around and saw things. Yeah. Yeah. So one, one Saturday we're going down and uh, we somehow get into the Memorial Coliseum. Like the door was open. So we're like, all right, we'll we'll just, we'll just, so we walked in, you know, we're not supposed to be there. We don't really see anybody. And somehow, I don't know what's going on. We make it into a gym. It was like a basketball, it was like a volleyball gym. I think there was, there's one volleyball girl there and we walk and we're just walking around. I don't know. There's a bunch, there's so many gyms underground. You wouldn't believe we went through gym through gym. So we go through this one gym. There's a girl. We're like, can we go into this door? And she goes, yeah, come on. So we go into a next door. And we're going through these hallways, and then we end up in another gym, just another gym with just volleyballs and just huge gym. And then somehow we're, we're just walking, we're looking at things. We make it to this gym. We hear stuff. So we open the door, and it's I'm not kidding. It's that 2012 Kentucky team, like, just practicing there. The men's so you know team? that? Yeah. Wow. So you know that huge you, – you've probably seen, like, videos and pictures of that huge gym. I think – I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but – it's the one that has like all the UK players on the wall. Yeah, yeah, it's just the yeah. main I've, one they practice at. I've seen that one. Yeah. So when we're watching it for a few seconds, and then a guy comes over to us, go, like, "Who are you guys?" And we're like, hey. I don't know. We just kind of we just kind of made it here, and he's like, "You guys have to leave." So we got like a minute and a half of like watching Anthony Davis and that team like practice. It was I don't know how we made it that far. It was kind of insane, but it was I don't know how I remember that so vividly. It was so cool. Oh, that is cool. I can't believe you hadn't told anyone. I don't. I, it just never comes up naturally for me. Yeah, uh, I'm. I think it's Mitch Barnhart. I think he was the one who kicked us out. That's what my dad thinks that it was him. But it was so. It was. I mean, 2012. It was eight years ago. But I don't know. I, that was a a cool thing just to see. I mean, we got to see him practice for about a minute. But to see Cal and all those. I I thought that was awesome. Um, for the past like four podcasts, we've been trying to do this, but we're going to rank. Our top, I'm going to say top three or four announcers that we personally like to listen to. Because, I don't know, when I'm when I'm listening to the game, mostly, if it's a bad announcer, you just kind of turn it down. Yeah. And there's, I mean, the Monday Night Football crew, they're fine. I mean, I'm getting used to them. But it's just better than Booger McFarlane just doing whatever he tries to do. So, uh, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, what, I'll start, I guess. I'll start. Okay. 
Um, give you number. Give you number <clears throat> like three or four, and then we'll you skip. Then we'll go up. Okay, I'll say I'll say three. Tony Romo, for me. And and Jim Nance. Oh, we're doing like a the the crew or just like an individual. Which one do you want to do? I don't care. We can do either. Because I mean, I like Tony Romo a lot more than I like Jim Nance. Yeah. Okay. Let's do. Let's do just individual. Yeah, I'll do that. So I mean, Tony Romo's good to listen to. Like, you know, I mean, he's probably like the most insightful person. But sometimes the reason he's not like you know one or two is because it can get a little too much when he tries mm-hmm. to predict everything. You know. Yeah. But it's still so fascinating to listen to him because how much he knows. Was I think it was it might have been a year ago or two years ago where he that game he was just predicting every play and every play was right. Was that? I feel like that might have been a year ago. Yeah, I think that was his first year because he was just one year removed, so he really knew like everything. Oh yeah, but that yeah, that's a that's a good pick. Mine's probably gonna be, uh, I'll say Kevin Harlan. Yeah, I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna hit him as number three. I don't know he because he's he's both good at football and basketball, and that like early like when I started to watch basketball more intensely and football, his voice just. He's very smart. His voice is so iconic. I don't know. He's he's number three for me. I like that. I like that. Um, you got to go number two. I'm 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 still trying to make my mind up between two and one. Yeah. So you got you got it. Yeah. I'll go two. Um, probably two for me is Chris Collinsworth. Ooh. You don't like that one? Yeah, that's that was one of my two. So yeah, so I'm gonna put him because he also I feel like knows everything. Who actually I don't know. Who I have it's either I'm gonna put two for two. It's either him or Joe Buck, and I know if Landon's listening to this, Landon hates Joe Buck with an absolute passion. <laughs> but I don't know. I kind of like Joe Buck. I feel like he knows a lot. He also has like fake hair. So I mean, I'll, I'll put him up there for not having real hair. But those two, I just really like Chris Collinsworth. His voice is also really really good it's a football voice and that sunday night i mean he he's got it so i'll put him as number two him and joe buck so number two for me this is a little weird one and you, you might not know who he is but it's chris welsh who's who was the second announcer for the reds and he's now the lead announcer after <clears throat> uh Brennan got fired or suspended or whatever he's kind of yeah. got that deep southern you know, voice and it's like soothing to listen to, especially if you're watching a baseball game. Yeah, so that's that's I number two for me. I bet I bet I've listened to him before, and if I if I heard him, then I would know. Yeah, you would recognize his voice. Yeah. All right, now you get your number one, and I'll get my number one. And number one for me, it's Chris Collinsworth. He's yeah. He just you, you kind of get a good like a good vibe when you're listening to him, and he's a Bengals former Bengals player, so yeah. That's a that's a good one. I, I I don't know what it is about. There's just guys that give off really good vibes when they're talking. It just seems like I would put him; he would be up there. So my number one, um, I feel like we're staying with football, but again, I want to give two because I like Al Michaels a lot. He he would be up there, and uh, was it Mike Davis? Who's the one that announced the uh, who says bang a lot? Oh, Mike Green. Mike, Mike Green. That sounds better than Mike Davis. I'm gonna look that up. We'll see if we get Mike Green on on the fly podcasting. Mike, Mike. No, not Mike Greenberg. Not him. Definitely. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Green, announcing announcer. If I if I see his face, I'll know if it's him or not. 
I'm gonna look up. Yeah, that's him. That that's him. Okay. I'm gonna put him or uh, what I say, Al Michaels. I mean, you there's a lot you can toss in. You can toss in Troy Aikman. I like Troy Aikman. Yeah, he's he's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna now talk about let's let's give our picks for people that we don't like. Well, you know, uh, I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> two, who are at least it's Booger. I don't. I I hate when he's on. I mean, I don't. Maybe maybe he knows more than what he gives off. But definitely, they they have a, a for the website I'm on. They have like a grading, and he has an F for, I mean, for his announcement. Yeah, it's, it's it was. <laughs> I, I think majority of the people muted Monday Night Games whenever he was on. Yeah, him and his little like cart that was right <laughs> on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember. I remember one time before it was mobile. They're, the people that were sitting right behind him probably paid so much money for those tickets, just couldn't see the game. And they heckled bigger the whole game. I mean, I, I mean, if I was behind him, I'd be. Oh yeah, yeah. Those those are front row tickets with a guy on like a lift just riding <laughs> around, giving bogus picks that he would talk about. Um, he's up there, Bill Walton, the UCLA guy. When he would, you don't like Bill. I feel Walton? like he. No, I feel like he talks about nonsense and half the game. I don't know. He just doesn't even talk about the game. Uh, and here's my other one. Dick Vitale. He's good when he's good, but when he's bad, he's terrible. And I feel like he, he's getting he's getting a little old to announce. Yeah. I, back in, like, you know, 2010 to, like, 2014, I liked listening to Dick Vitale. But, yeah. but lately, yeah, I kind of agree with you, actually. So when he he did the Michigan State versus Kentucky game, and when Maxi was going off, I loved hearing him talk about him. But when like they're losing, nah, I don't like that a lot. So he's eighty one. He's eighty one. He's going strong. He just needs to retire. You, but people like him, they don't they don't get out of the sports. He's gonna die in a announcing chair. Yeah, yeah. And um, what do you? Th- Oh, go ahead. And then one, I got to say it. I can't. I agree with Landon. I can't stand listening to Joe Buck. <laughs> so annoying. Like the most exciting thing could happen, and he's and a big fly to left field. It's gone. Yankees win. <laughs> I don't know. I like him when he's the when he's not given those ones. When he's just, I like him when he's doing baseball. Because I feel like some of the baseball announcers. I don't know. There's a voice in my head that I really like. I don't know his name, but I feel like Joe Buck's pretty good at the at some of the baseball games. But I uh, yeah, you you and Landon that you guys hate him. <laughs> um I'm trying to think of another one. Um Doris Burke, I think it might be her. I mean, I'm getting used to her, but I still I still like her better as just a sideline reporter better than trying to announce. No, it's not her. Who do you remember the Benny when uh the Belk Bowl when it was Penn State versus uh UK? That girl who announced that game. I don't, but I, there was a woman who announced the game during the Virginia Tech game last year. And do you remember that the whole, both of them would not shut up about the defensive coordinator for Virginia Tech. The <laughs> they would they talked about him the whole game. That was probably the most frustrated I've ever been watching yeah. watching a, a sports game. So when my grandpa, when we would go over there, sometimes like sports would be on. He would just mute him. He doesn't 
listen to any announcers. He mutes them. Because I feel like my grandpa, I would sit by, I remember vividly, I would sit next to him, he would mute it, and I wouldn't like that. But, I mean, it's his TV. He does what he wants. Yeah. And he he would just call out what play they were running. He would be like the Tony Romo, like literally right next to me. And I was like, Grandpa, what are you? I know all this. But uh, he, I feel like he would just, like, I don't know if that's the same with your grandpa if you watch Fortune. But my grandpa literally just, just mute it. He would hate that, and he would just uh, just call the plays by himself. That's like a vivid memory from when I was little. Um, but I think that'll wrap up our little announcing session we have there. But uh, we'll get into let's see. We'll stick on sports. We'll get to some of these non-sports. We'll stick with. Oh, uh, we'll go back. We'll go to the NFL since we didn't have. Uh, this is the first podcast since last week's NFL with i saved it on twitter with all of these injuries that happened which i mean i hate when injuries happen but this like these were top-notch guys like guys who were really 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 good so shaquan tore his acl so he's out for the year um drew lock something with his shoulder he's out for two to six weeks nick bosa tore his acl he's out for the year nick bosa i feel like is one of the Best defensive line players. I mean, he's, he's kind of on the line. He could play both yeah. in the NFL. And it sucks that he – I love him and Joey. or And him, Joey, I mean, TJ Watt, JJ Watt. Those guys are so fun to watch come off the edge. And I was so upset when I saw that he got injured. Yeah, I know. Same with yeah. – The Niners got destroyed. They lost Sullivan Thomas, Garoppolo's down, Mostert, Kittle. They, their their IR like list is humongous. The IR team's better than the Bengals. <laughs> and then Shake Shake he's like 22, 23. He's gonna be a star. And I so mad that he got injured because I know he can. He is so good. And now I mean, pick pick the Giants to lose every game now. I mean, Daniel Jones isn't doing it by himself. I don't feel. Yeah, like. I saw a stat. His but, QB rating goes down like thirty five points when Saquon doesn't play. See that that just upsets me, but uh, and it had they were going at MetLife Field. The turf is so bad. I heard about that. Do you, what what could it be about the turf? Is it is it? I don't. Since I don't play football, I like to watch it more than. I mean, I love playing it, but I don't get that opportunity as often. There's a freaking mosquito in here. Okay, but what what could it be about the turf? Man, do you know what they're I mean, about? I mean, it could be slippery. I have no idea, man. I've uh, beats me. Hmm. But I mean, I mean, maybe there's got to bad. Yeah, there's got to be something to it if people talk about it. You know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Hmm. Well, the nine know, the Niners are playing that in New York this week, right? Uh, what's playing? Mean, I know they're that's that sounds right. They're playing each other, but I don't know where it's at. NFL week three schedule. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, They're playing. Yeah, I love this. It, it just tells me that they're playing. It doesn't tell me where they're playing. Um, Week. It's loading. Here it is. Okay. Uh, They are playing at. Yep. So they're playing at New York. Oh, Lord. That might not be good for the uh, Niners. Not at all. I mean, I don't think they're going to. I wouldn't. I mean, that's going to be a terrible game to watch because San Francisco lost all their players in New York's New York. 
So I mean, Nick Mullins is a good backup quarterback, though. Oh yeah, because Garoppolo is out too. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, if you were, I wouldn't want to pick that game. But uh, so that sucked. We'll move on. The fines of the NFL were kind of getting insane. It was actually kind of funny at at one point how many fines they were giving out. So for the th- was it the Monday night? Monday night game? Who played? It might have been the Monday night. Was it the Saints and the Raiders that played the Monday night? Monday seems so long ago. Um, no, yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, the Raiders looked they looked really good. Yeah. Correct me if they're kind of like a they're kind of taking on the persona of like the bad boys in Las Vegas, I think. Like the Rebels. They are. Kind of. They are. So, do you think it's the Raiders Defense was really good, or that Drew Brees is washed up. I think it's a little bit of both. I think Drew Brees is. I think his arms finally given up, and I think they're. I don't think the Raiders' defense is anything special, but they're like physical. You know, Jonathan Abram. Mm-hmm. I think they're a solid defense. And I, Josh Jacobs, their running back is crazy. So, I mean, they have and Derek. I don't. I don't know why, but I've never liked Derek Carr. I feel like he's a solid backup. I don't think he's a solid starter, but he looked – I mean, he only throws – he's like the Tom Brady. He throws like 10 yards at a time, and that's how they win games. But um, they're at the Patriots uh, this week, so we'll see if John Gruden – and I also like John Gruden. What's your feelings on him? I love John Gruden. John Gruden's my favorite coach yeah. in the NFL. I'm not saying he's the best by any means. I don't think he is, but he's my favorite coach. I like listening to him talk. He's the most entertaining. Yeah, I love how he talks. So we'll get back to what I was. So now it's a hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollar fine for Sean Payton and John Gruden for not wearing masks on the sideline, and twenty five hundred, twenty five hundred thousand, twenty five. Twenty five hundred thousand fines for their team, so that's that's a lot of money. So in all, so in all, five head coaches and teams find over one point seven million dollars for not wearing their masks in week two. That just seems like a way to get money. But also, you see, I mean, you see those guys; they don't have their masks on, really. I mean, how much money do you think John Green makes? That's a big. That's. I mean, that's got to be a lot of money to him. Still, you think so? I mean, I think he makes. Oh, he makes ten million. I remember when he signed the contract. <laughs> I was thinking he made like. I mean, a few million dollars is still a lot of money. But if you lose, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, that's a lot of money. Even someone that makes yeah. three million. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a lot of money to them, but still, that's a lot of money. So I think they're just. I don't think that's. Right, they have. They say they have the ability to pull down their mask to call the plays, but I mean, if you their cameras are on them twenty four seven, I mean, they're they're not really yeah. pulling them back up. So, I mean, I don't really agree with that, but you also see why. I mean, the only guy who I saw that never took their mask off was Andy Reid that week one game. Yeah, he was struggling. <laughs> yeah, he was the freaking fogged up the entire thing. I don't, I don't know how he, and he didn't seem to even clean it at halftime. He just seemed to just keep it out there, keep it all foggy for, for the second half. So that's that. Uh, we're going to stay with we'll, – this is the first kind of thing that we're usually staying on topic. We'll stay with football. Who is your MVP right now for football? 
Hmm. My MVP this year. This is a tricky one. I mean, for me, it's Russell Wilson. Yeah, I was thinking Russ. Who else do you think could be in that? Who Who else do you think is in the Well, I was thinking Lamar. I was thinking yes. Russ. I was thinking Cam Newton a little bit, even though they lost. I mean, he kind of carried that team. Yeah, he's looking really good after, like, usually coming off an injury, it takes a while for them to get back. He looks really good. I'm trying to think about any, like, other teams that are 2-0. Um, I think I th- I think that we got him right. Um, oh, Kyler Murray. Well, who's, who, somebody came out and said something about Kyler, and he's not even close to being really that good. And I'm like, he's pretty good. You watched him. I mean, he seemed good to me. Let me see if I can find what they were talking about. Um, nah, I mean, I would put him in. He looked really good also. So I would say top three is probably Lamar, uh, Wilson, and uh, just slipped my mind, Kyler Murray. That's I think that's a good MVP race. And I think if I had to pick an MVP, I think it would be Russ. He just looks really good. Yeah, he's definitely the detractor of that offense. Yeah. Um and I mean didn't I feel like they said son that uh he asked Pete Carroll to open the offense a little bit and Pete Carroll did and he has he has through two games, here's a stat, he has nine touchdowns and eleven incompletions. So you, that's kinda did crazy. Did you see where Kyle this just kinda came to my mind? Do you see where Colin Cowherd was hating on Carson Wentz for wearing his hat backwards in an interview. I, I don't. I don't know what Colin Cowherd does anymore. Like I feel like he just talks gibberish. I don't know how he has a show. Yeah, that's still. exactly what he did. Like he he put, he put his hat on backwards, started talking. Like literally, he started talking gibberish, making fun of Carson Wentz. Then he put it on forward. He said, "This is how you're supposed to do it. This is what a franchise quarterback looks like." I mean. <laughs> You don't really see a lot of quarterbacks wearing it backwards, well, but that's not something you should talk about on your yeah, well, show. That's not, it's, it's your Tom, opinion. He always loves on Tom Brady, but there's a bunch of pictures of Tom Brady wearing a hat backwards. Exactly. But yeah, usually when the quarter, I don't know why they do that. Quarterbacks always go to the sideline and automatically put on a hat. What are they trying to hide? They're Bad hair. Like, Bad hair. Blake, have you seen Blake Bortles has like the old man hair where it's like all receding? Blake Bortles is just funny. He is funny. He got signed to the Broncos the other day, a couple days ago. I saw that. I feel like he's on retainer for every team that if their quarterback gets injured, they're like, all right, Blake, <laughs> come on. Who was it? It was uh, maybe it was someone for the Bengals. He lives in Mississippi and he's like getting paid like $1.7 million just to be the backup. And he doesn't, he, he just sits there. I need to find that. He Oh, is it? Nope, it's not that one. I can't remember what it was, but he just kind of sits there. He doesn't have to go to the practices, and he still gets paid. Oh, to be the no, backup. that's that's McCown, I think, for the Jets, right? It would, it's probably, they're probably right. I don't know who it was, but that uh, he just hadn't have to go to anything. He just, he just has to be in shape. And I think that's, I mean, I would love yeah, that game. That sounds pretty good to me. Okay, let's see. Let's go to all right. Let's give our picks for UK real quick. For we're not gonna go through. Well, 
You know, we'll look up SEC schedule and we'll give let's let's do the game and I'll write them down and see how we do schedule week one. Where is it? Right here. Perfect. All right. Let's let's give me my notes and we'll write down who we think. Ashton, Colin. All right. Let's see the first game. Florida, Old Miss. Uh, give me Florida, thirty-five. Oh, you want you want you want to do uh, numbers? You just want to do the the team. Oh, okay. Well, give me Florida. All right, same here. Uh, Kentucky, Auburn. This is actually I feel like one of the better matchups for yeah, this week. Well, it's gonna be raining, is what I've heard from. That's good, for, good Kentucky. for Kentucky. I think I think Kentucky wins. Should we do by how much? Yeah, we'll do that. All right, so I'll go Florida so, by 14. Plus 14. Okay, I'm going to do Florida by – who are they playing? Old Miss. Florida by – do Florida by 7. Florida by 7. And then could, uh, you're picking Kentucky. Kentucky by how much? Let's do, let's do 3. 3. I'm going to say if Kentucky wins, I feel like they're going to win by – I'm going to say plus 10. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going a little ham on that one. All right, next one. Mississippi State, LSU. Remember, LSU lost a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, this is one I'm actually – Oh, but no, I, no, there's just no way. I'm going to LSU by, by I mean, 10. 10. Okay, I'm going to say LSU by probably 15. Plus 15. Very bad at typing. All right, next, Georgia, Arkansas. And I feel like there was a, a pick that said Arkansas hasn't won the first game, the first game in a season in like 10 years or something. That's, yeah, that's, so, that's insane. That's really insane. I actually think about it. Yeah. So I'm saying Georgia. What do you say? Georgia by 20, Georgia by 30. Georgia by oh that's a big one. I'm gonna say Georgia by twenty twenty four. Plus twenty four. That's personally my pick. Uh Alabama, Missouri. Um Bam. Let's do Alabama by twenty eight. Twenty eight? I'm gonna say Bama by forty. I think they're gonna come out swinging. You think so? And I think Missouri's terrible. They are terrible, but I think Bama's – they don't – they try not to run it up sometimes, you know. But, but it's first yeah. game of the year. You're right. I'm going to actually up it. I'm uh, Yeah, I'm going to up it to 35. 35, all right. Uh, Texas A&M, Vandy. And I hear Vandy's so bad. Too. I'm going to say A- A&M <laughs> by 21. Nah, no, 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 no. 35. 30, 38. Hear, I'm so sorry. 38. There we 30. go. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to say Texas A&M by 28. All right, last game, Tennessee, South Carolina. And I feel like this could be the upset. We've actually picked every single game right, so maybe we should – every single game the same. So maybe we – who I'm going to pick? pick? I'll pick the opposite. I'm picking pick. Tennessee. Okay, I'll pick South Carolina. I do Tennessee. Is that who you're going to pick or no? I'll pick South Carolina just to be different. I think Tennessee by 17. I think they're going to kind of roll them. Ooh, I'm going to say South Carolina by three. I feel like if they win, they're not going to win by a lot. 
All right, so that's our pick for that. And then what else do I have on schedule? So might as well we'll dive into um no, nah, we'll we'll go right into the Scott County pick for tonight's game. Scott County versus George Rogers Clark that was supposed to be uh Douglas. What do you who are you picking? Well, Scott County is a 20 game win streak against GRC. Really? Yeah. So, I don't think anything's really going to change. So, I'm going to go 35 to 14. 35, 14. Okay. I'm going to say, I would say four. I'm going to say, they only scored 48 on Greg Crossing. I think Greg Cross. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say 42. 13. Let's do the over under. Let's do let's put an over under on that. So over under um fifty five. Mm-hmm. We'll do fifty five and a half. Fifty five and a half. So I said thirty five to fourteen. So uh, I mean I'm gonna go under. Under yeah. I'm gonna probably go fifty five, that's I would, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna put the over on that one, just personally. So, oh, and Great Crossing, ugh, I wish I had this pulled up. They play so due to for anybody who doesn't know, Scott County is supposed to play Great. Uh, I was, Scott County is supposed to play, uh, Frederick Douglass this this week, but Douglass is, or Lexington's in technically a red zone, which is really because of the Kentucky cases in university. So. They're they have they had to pick a different team, so they're playing George Rogers Clark and Great Crossing is going to play tomorrow, which is they're going to play on Saturday. Um, and let's see who they're playing. Cal, I need you to tweet it out. But he did say, uh, SC riding a twenty game win streak in the yeah, series. Yeah, I was on Cal's Twitter too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I don't know where Great Crossing stuff would be. I don't know where their information I'll look is. Up their Twitter. I don't even know who they play. Great Crossing football. Here it is. Um, game day. They play. Well, that's just Scott County. Yeah, it's just Scott County. One. This, is, really this is kind of embarrassing um, here. I have no idea who they play. Um, uh, I'm going to – we'll just – if you, you try to find it and I'll move okay. on. Uh, so we got our picks for that. Uh, we won't give our picks for the NFL. We just kind of take too long, and we have a lot more to get to, or a decent amount. We're thirty minutes in, so we'll go. We'll go to the next one. So let's talk about the NBA playoffs. Personally, I think the Celtics Heat series is one of the f- best series I've watched in a long time. Besides the whole like Cavs Golden State. For the few years there, um, what you think? Have you been entertained by that series? I mean, it's been one of the most. You're right. It's been like the most entertaining series I can remember in a long time. Like those teams, I mean, they're down to the wire every game. So it's been it, it's been exciting no for me because I've I've been rooting for the Heat like the whole way through because they were kind of my my mm-hmm. my two teams were the Heat and the Nuggets like were my two sleeper teams. 
So like I'm doing well. I'm, I'm doing well right. so far. But oh, yeah. So I was just wait, gonna go say ahead, the Heat are kind of. I feel like everyone's kind of second team right now. I think everybody loves the Heat. I don't know why, but I feel like everybody loves them. It's Shelby County. But I, they play he, Shelby I, County. They play Shelby County. All right, let's give our picture that real quick. Um, give me. Let's go. Give me great crossing. Uh. 28 to 27. Okay. I'm going to say Shelby County 35 to 21. I'll pick that. So that's that's our picks for those ones. Um there's no high school betting, so if anybody wants to figure out how to bet on those <laughs> games, those are our, those are our professional picks. Back to the heat. Um I don't know why, but I feel like I'm not kidding. I think everybody in the everybody loves the Heat. I feel like they love Bam, Jimmy Butler. They're kind of they were an underdog coming in. And they're I think they're up two one, two one, three one. I thought is it three one? They might be. Let me look at. Yeah, they're up three one. They've only lost what two games in the entire playoffs. That that's crazy. They're they're rock, and they play if I'm. I need to know the schedule better. They play tonight, or they play tomorrow. They play tonight. Perfect. I love that. So I'll be able to watch that during the the football game while I'm watching the football game. Uh, the post game will be tonight for anybody who's listening to this. We'll get that out. Colin, I'm guessing you're probably not going to be watching. No, that. the Reds have a big game tonight <laughs> to yeah. clinch the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think – We'll get into baseball in a second. We'll stick with this. So Tyler Hero was the here's a stat: only two 20 year olds in NBA history have scored 37 or more in the playoffs: Magic Johnson and Tyler Hero. And Tyler Hero did it off the bench. Jeez. Doesn't this doesn't this just he's, doesn't he's this just good. feel like a documentary? Like I can see it in 20 years being a Tyler Hero documentary. A Kentucky documentary. They're taking over. Like they're crazy. I don't know if this was how long ago this is. I don't know if we talked about this. The Bam block on Jason Tatum. That, was that? Did we talk uh, about that? We might have. I think we did. But I mean, still like. Let's go back. Let's see if we. I mean, if we didn't, that's um. No, we didn't because that was the day of the game. But I mean, that was that was. I'm not kidding. One of the best blocks I've seen. I mean, people relate it to the LeBron chase down, but I mean. LeBron knew he was doing that. He had it from a mile away. This was like talent. He like came from the other side of the block, and like one what was it like one finger? I think so. So he came over. He did it with his opposite hand, and imagine the force going Tatum slamming the ball in the basket to have it come to your hand and to push it back out. I feel like that would make it hurt. there's a, a picture on ESPN of, like, you can see Jason Tatum's arm, all the muscles in his arm, and then, bam, oh, it's a great picture. But, I mean, that was crazy. I mean, the NBA right now has Jamal Murray. We'll get to him in a second. Jeez, Jamal Murray, Anthony Davis, Tyler Hero, bam. And then if you want to count Ennis Cantor for the Celtics, 
ev- all four teams have a guy who went to UK or like went and sat the bench with Ennis. His his uh his thing was tricky, but that's crazy. And these guys are like they're not like role players, or whatever. These guys are the main people taking the team. So I mean, props to Coach Cal. I mean that's a huge recruiting uh, opportunity for him right now. He's doesn't have to do anything. So, Free advertising. Exactly. So we'll talk now. We'll go over. So I think the Heat win tonight, and I think the Heat go to the playoffs for the first time since LeBron left. Uh, we'll go on the other side. The Jazz. Lo- I mean the the Nuggets lost yesterday. But did you see Jamal Murray's layup? Your heat, yeah. It was on LeBron too. I think. He he, he split a pick and roll. He it wasn't LeBron. He went like he Wait, it just started playing. I don't know if you could hear that. It was he he split a double he split a double team like pick and roll, went under no, he went up like he was gonna dunk it, went pulled it back down, and went right back up. I mean, if they relate it to Michael Jordan's but Jamal Murray's looks better. It does. I mean, it was just, it was a better layup. It, so Jamal Murray is taken over. I'm, I need to look at that. I need to look at that box score because I feel like he, ner, n, not Nurkic, Jokic. Yeah, I mean, Nurkic. Jamal had twenty eight. Jokic had twenty two. Oh wait, nope, wrong game. That was Tuesday's game. What was last night's game? Right here. How many did they have? Jamal had 30. Yeah, Jokic only had 16. 16, 4, and 7. Jamal had 32. I think that that game could go, that could go to a game seven, but I it could also end in five or six. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers are think? really good, and the Nuggets have been right there in the games they've lost, I, I think. Well, the last game they have been. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the Nuggets are going to be. Jokic and Murray as a duo, you know, could be a real thing for the next six or seven years. And then you add Michael Porter, Bull, Gary Harris. I mean, yeah. that, that team's going to be good for a long time. Yeah, I think, I think that the the Lakers will win it. But I think if the Lakers and the Heat, I think the Heat could give the Lakers some problems. So let's let's make our prediction. Do you, if if the Heat and the Lakers say they match up, what uh what series are you taking and how many? Um, well, I want the Heat to win, and I think the Heat will win. I, I'll give me the Heat in six. Um, that's a good pick. I say Heat and Heat and seven, just because LeBron. I feel like they're not gonna sweep them or sweep them or get them in five. So I think seven for the Heat. But I mean, we'll have to see. That's fun. Um, sticking with the NBA because we're we're freaking forty minutes. Time flies by. Uh, did you see what Paul George, the whole Paul George when they lost the speech he gave or whatever? He sounds like a, a a fraudulent leader. He does. I mean, how do you? He he didn't even score. Him and Kawhi Leonard did not score in the fourth quarter of a game seven. And when you do that, and you're supposed to be one of the best players, you can't go into the locker room. He said that he was, he gave a speech to his teammates about staying committed for another title run next year. It was met by eye rolls and bewilderment. Yeah, it's just not the time. I mean, I, it's I just not the time dad. to do it. Like, if you want to send a little group text, a couple 
you know, a couple of weeks, but right after the game, after you choked, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be looking at him like, are you kidding me? You you lost this for us. Yeah, I would so. apologize, too. I, I would I'd go up and, if I was going to do that, I would <laughs> say, like, I'm, I'm sorry I let you down. But let's, I, yeah. I, I don't know. That. All right, we'll do one more thing, then we'll get into a baseball. Baseball will be the last one, then we'll wrap it up. Uh, did you see Oliver Sar? Uh, we've been this has literally been a topic since the first podcast that we made. Dick Vitale said the NCAA has ruled him eligible, but UK is still waiting on the SEC waiver. So I think that's good news. I think he will. I mean, it's been up and down, but I think he will uh, be eligible, and Kentucky will be really, really good this year. MLB. Okay. Did you see that? You think he's probably he has to. Man, I hope by now. I hope probably though. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get into baseball. We'll talk about the Reds and the Cardinals, both of our teams. So the Reds, I guess, like you just said, are tonight trying to clinch a playoff. Yeah, spot. right now they have an eighty-four percent chance to make the playoffs. They just need to really win. They play the Twins, who are like you know one of the best teams in baseball. They they probably just need to yeah. win one of the next three, but it, if you win two of the next three, you're almost for sure in. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Trevor Bauer for a quick second. He he not you don't hear this from a guy. First of all, he's one of the only players I've heard speak up about. I mean the Astros controversy crap. The he would speak up about the uh who is the guy that. Got that suspension for throwing uh, at somebody's Joe head. Yeah, he he speaks up a lot about that. He's one of the main guys I feel like in MLB who has a great personality, who's good for the sport, who you just love. I mean, I hate the Reds, but I I really like him. I think he's he's what the sport needs. Him, I mean, Tatis, Mike Trout, Harper, uh, Harper, Met Betts. I feel like those guys are what the sport needs. I mean, you're going against terrible MLB management. I feel like he is great for the sport. He does vlogs on YouTube. You know, he, you love that. He should be the. He's a, he went to Duke. He's a really smart guy. I think he should be the next commissioner. I mean, I would. I mean, anything is better. I mean, he's than really young, now. so I mean, I know he's only like 29, probably, but he's not only speaking. He's like in the Cy Young contention, and you don't hear this a lot, he thinks, he likes speaking out, he's like, yeah, I should probably win the Cy Young. Which yeah, is he hilarious. doesn't really, I mean, he should win it, though, to be fair. He, yes. He's that, he's crazy good. But, so, that, and then Yadier Molina, my boy, uh, just hit, the other day, 4,000 hits. 4,000? That's uh, not right. career. 4,000. 4, I, I, I can't, can't, I can't be right. Chilling. Okay, let me let me look it up because I saw it last night. Oh, my bad. Two thousand on the night that Yadi and Molina collected his two thousandth hit. I don't know why I said four thousand, and they beat the Brewers. I mean, I feel like he's been playing longer. He's been playing professionally longer than I've been alive. That might be like I had a a video game. It was MLB '05, and I and I remember he he was on there, and he didn't. He was so young. He didn't have like a picture. He had like a, a fake picture of himself. So I've I've always look I bet he's been playing since two thousand four is my guess. He's five eleven. What? That's crazy. 
Oh, he's been playing yeah, wow. since 2004. Wow. He's been playing f- professionally for 16 years. Almost longer than I've been alive. Can't imagine. Like, first of all, you got to be pretty good to do that, first of all. I mean, it starts to you he would I think he's like Trevor is in the conversation of he could be like one of those coaches after he plays he's that smart yeah I mean he's like, a lot of catchers yeah. like I mean he's a great leader and everything mm-hmm. same with David David Ross the Cubs uh, he, manager was the catcher like what two years ago for the Cubs what really I thought David Ross. I felt like that name's familiar. I feel like that guy was really old, if I remember the catcher for the Cubs. I feel like the baseball is so hard to watch these days because they play so many games, they play at weird times, and they're never on TV. The only thing on TV for me are the the, the Reds. I don't ever get the card. Yeah, back. it should be different. Like They've got like a blackout problem where they black out the games. It's... Uh, Pat McAfee talked about this, about how they, how the, how badly the MLB is set up, but stuff like that. Um, I think I would, I would watch a lot more baseball. Um, Mr. Shepard, you would talk about him probably this freshman year. He talked about how they could speed up baseball and how they could make it. Let me see if I still have this in my notes because I remember I wrote it down. Man, I missed Mr. Shepard. I haven't talked to him since sophomore year. Listen to this. So I, I'm trying to get my schedule still figured out. It's September. It's almost October, and I'm still trying to get my schedule figured out. And I, I got out of a class. I dropped the class to get into another class, and, and so I picked up. I had to pick up another class at the high school. So I, I'm TAing now for my third period. And I was like, "All right, can you give me Mr. Shepard? See if he has the TA. If I can do it for him for third period. If anybody knows him, let him know. I said, "What's up? He, he doesn't work for us really? anymore." Yeah, I have no idea where he went. Ah, oh, man, I like that was a good sophomore class I had. I always talk about sports. That that like this podcast kind of got built from there when I was kind of sad that I only got to like talk to him the last like two weeks of school my sophomore year. But he he loved talking about the Reds and how much they stung and how much they made him <laughs> mad. So I love that. I thought that was yeah, he was the most was miserable Reds fan. fan I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and he liked Duke, so I love going back and forth with him for that. Um, but yeah, he doesn't. I have no idea where he works. And the only email I had for him was his school email. I'm sure, you can I'm sure you can find him and on Facebook, probably, maybe. Yeah, he seems like the guy who would yeah. be on Facebook. You know, he uh, he started my Tom Brennerman yeah. hate. Yeah, like he he always say like you know, he said he kind of put on a fake announcer's voice, and if you went back and listened to him talk like the old Tom Brennan, he didn't sound like that. So like it just kind of started, and I was like, you know what, this guy's kind of a fraud, and then all this happened. <laughs> and you know, he's a Duke yeah, and a Louisville fan. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of I'm. I'm yeah. not, he was a Louisville fan. I feel like he's one of those. Everybody, I feel like, has a teacher that you remember. And even though he wasn't ever my teacher, I remember him. I'll probably remember him more than any of the teachers I've ever so? had. Just because he he was – I've never had a teacher that could talk sports, ever. I don't 
And so, for, for me, I feel like this. I feel like school systems a little messed up in which I could be the most. I could know everything you could possibly need to know about sports, but I could also, but I could be a terrible school student, and I could uh, fail all my classes, not be able to get into college. But I know so much about sports, but when like colleges are looking at me or like jobs or whatever, oh, you didn't go to college. Well, yeah, like I didn't know how to, I didn't know the area of a, figure out the area of the pie of a circle. I didn't understand how to analyze a text. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like for, for different people, I feel like school, schools, the stuff you do in school is for different people. And for, I feel like people like you and me, I feel like we could probably go to school, but it's, we would rather be talking sports. Yeah, I mean, you just got to go into, like, communications probably or something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So we'll figure out how our our, um, how our future – I mean, you just kind of got to wing it, hope, have faith, yeah. you know? All right, well, that'll that'll pretty much wrap up our, uh, our podcast for this week. Thanks, everybody, who always listened. Um, uh. I don't know what to say. Oh, listen to this real quick. I was told by my, I made a, a false statement last week on the podcast. My parents caught the person who, I don't know why I didn't know this. The person who cleans your teeth is the dental hygienist. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. The yeah, pers- I didn't know that either. Yeah. The person who comes in to look at your teeth is the dentist. That's, that's odd. I didn't know that. I, hadn't, I thought they were both just dentists. Yeah. Dentist. Out of two dentists. I didn't think it was a dental. What was it again? I don't. A, a dental a hygienist. Dental hygienist. A dental hygienist. Huh. Learn something new every day. That's all I'm saying. I had no. I was. I was kind of. I was like, no way. I thought they were just both. Just one of them. Just kind of. Yeah. Who needs. Who needs school though? We, we the got the, the Conehead Sports Podcast. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying drop out of school. But I mean. You learn something new from our podcast more than I've learned this I haven't entire learned year of school. Genuinely. I've, I think, I, I mean, hopefully none of my teachers listen to this, but I mean, same here. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's about it. Thanks for everyone who listened. Thanks for all the, I mean, our kind of our numbers are where I've never thought they would ever be. We're almost coming up on a, a thousand listens. That's wild. Which is kind of, yeah. I mean, like, it seems like yesterday. I, I was when you start something like this, you never think about it. Like, I mean, we're not considered big, but I feel like for me, like that's all I've ever wanted is people to try to listen to what we have to say. And I feel like we kind of have a smaller platform. I've had like I've had a few people come so, up to me and say they've listened. Yeah, really. Like Davis, shout out Davis. He came up to me a couple weeks ago and said he listened. Yeah. To uh, the podcast. See, I like that. I mean. I I've I don't I mean I try to take what I don't like from podcasts and TV personalities and take what I do like and put them in here and uh, I think I think once we start doing the podcast in person it w- it's gonna click even more than it already does because when you're on here for us for people don't know we just literally just see each other's like bars of our mics. So we don't see each other's faces. So when we overlap talking, we that's we don't. Yeah, do it it's kind of hard to like other. take turns. You know, like we all, sometimes like we always interrupt each other, yeah. but it's like almost impossible not to. 
Exactly. And I'm trying to figure out how if we met, I mean, social distancing. I wish we figured out that, that. And yeah, we will. But um, good talk. Thanks for everybody who listened. And we'll, we'll see you next week.